Welcome. I am your pastor, Pastor Omar Ellison with Salt and Light Covenant Church. Open up your hearts as we enter in to hear a word from the Lord. We've been talking about the kingdom, understanding the kingdom from the eyes of our Lord and Savior, King Jesus, who has implemented and shown us who we are in him, what we are in him, and how we are to walk in him. Amen. We touched last Sunday about a citizen and understanding a citizen and what a citizen is and not just any normal citizen we are kingdom citizens right so understanding that we are kingdom citizens we are bound by the king to represent him and our ideas and our values and our views and our morals and in the culture of who he is we are supposed to display our king and our lives and we find out in walking in this that the best way, only way to do that is you have to first deny yourself. Let go of what you want. Let go of how you feel. Let go of your rights. And now you inhabit or adapt the only right you have is the right to be a son or a daughter of the most high God. Yes. That is your right. Yes, Are y'all with me on this? All right? So that's what we've been touching on. So we're in Colossians, right? Colossians, the first chapter. If you skip with me down to the 12th verse, should be real familiar, our springboard scripture. Look what it says. Giving thanks unto the Father who hath made us to meet, made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Giving what? Thanks. thanks. Giving what? Thanks. thanks. Always be able to give what? Thanks. Does it mean everything's going to be going good? You still give what? Thanks. Does it mean I'm going to be feeling good? No. You still give what? Thanks. Does it mean everything in my world is going to be coming together for me? Does it mean everything's going to be working out for me? No, it doesn't mean any of that. It's saying regardless of what you're faced with, regardless of what you're going through, regardless of what it looks like, regardless of how tight it is, I want my citizens to always be in the position to give me thanks. Now, sometimes it's going to hurt to be thankful. <laughs> it's not going to make sense in some of your seasons of being thankful, but that does not matter. Always give thanks to the father father simply means this the source another breakdown of father means this supplier you always give thanks to the source of your being the source of everything you have the supplier of all of your needs Give thanks. So just because you're looking at a situation and it doesn't look like your need is being fulfilled does not matter because you are connected to the supplier. You got an inroad to the, the supplier of everything you need in your life. So when you understand that, when you buy into that, you can always give thanks. All right? Now watch this. He said, giving thanks to the Father. Watch this now. Who or which hath made us meet to be partakers. Another word for partakers uh, is uh, a provision provided for uh, to, to make you a part of. 
You partake, that means you're a part of, or he wants you to, to be a, a, a part of what he's providing. Now, what is he trying to provide for us? Of the inheritance, this inheritance. This inheritance is something that we need to be real familiar with. What is the inheritance? Some would say the inheritance is Jesus Christ. He's a part of it. He implemented it. But there is something that Jesus Christ came to do for us that was beyond just him. He was just the vessel of what the father used to get his will done here in the earth for the whole world. So there was something that he wanted you to inherit. Now, when I look at that word inheritance and what he wanted us to inherit, I came across another scripture in, in Second Peter. You don't have to turn there. In the first chapter around about the 11th verse, it talks about how you have the ability of an entrance being made for you. An entrance that will be made, uh, given available for you to be able to walk into, to be a part of, and that entrance is going to be an entrance into an everlasting kingdom there's something about this kingdom that he wants you to understand that that you have inherited it ain't just so much of jesus christ that you've inherited but there's something about a kingdom and something about this kingdom he wants all of his citizens to know that you are inheriting a kingdom this kingdom has a king and that king is jesus christ but it's a kingdom that is being inherited this is a kingdom that he is wanting us to have to understand that we are a part of not only just a part of he wants you to actually have the kingdom right he said look watch this give it thanks unto the father who has made us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints <laughs> Watch this. Who have? Half is what? That means you already have it. Who have what? Delivered us from the power of darkness that would be the kingdom of darkness. We understand what darkness is. Darkness means what? Ignorance. He has, he has delivered, he has delivered you from the power of the kingdom of darkness or the kingdom of ignorance and did what? And have translated or transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son. His dear son being Jesus Christ. His dear son being our eldest brother, Jesus. Are y'all with me on this? This is our brother we're talking about. Our eldest brother in the family. Who by him and him alone brought back the kingdom to this physical world. He used his life to reestablish the kingdom here in this physical world. But he wants us all to be a part of the inheritance. He wants you to know that you have this because of what he did. This, see, now the difference between what I'm teaching you today and what we've been talking about is totally different than religion because religion is always putting things in the future. Religion says, you know, in the sweet by and by, when I get there, I'm going to experience all these good things. And he is saying, no, that, you know, Jesus never came preaching religion. Out of everything here, his biggest fight was against religious folks that always would put things in the future. And he's saying, no, you say, but I say. And he's telling us, for us, y'all citizens, y'all are here, but y'all are in the world, not of the world. And now faith is. Right now, 
faith is. The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And it is right now. I want you to experience it. It's right now. I want you to partake of it. It's right now. I want you to have access for it. It is right now. I want you to walk in it. Right now. In the midst of all of the naysayers, in the midst of all of the bad reports, it is right now. Faith is. We serve a right now king. Don't we always say that? Do y'all really truly believe that we serve a right now king? So when he says a thing, he's not saying it for your future. He means for you to experience it right now. On this side. Oh God, y'all with me on this? Make sense? Okay, so we serve a right now God. So now let me, let me prove that to you because he's talking about inheriting something. Let's see what he wants us to inherit. He talked about he's delivered us from a kingdom. He's put us in another kingdom. So it's something about these kingdoms. So we understand real quick, how many kingdoms are there? Two, two. two kingdoms. Got to always remember that. Two kingdoms. two kingdoms. That's it. Kingdom of darkness. Kingdom of light. That's real easy, isn't it? Can't get no more simpler than that right there. The kingdom of darkness, ignorance, the kingdom of light, knowledge. Right? All right. Go with me here. Luke. Luke 22 and 29. All right. Look what it says right here. And now this is the father talking to us through Jesus Christ. And I appoint unto you a what? As my father hath appointed unto me. He, okay. Now that word appoint means to bestow. What he's saying is I bestow unto you a kingdom the same way a kingdom was bestowed unto me. When I looked up the word bestow, bestow simply means this, to confer or present. To honor, to have rights to a gift. Oh, God. <laughs> Look, this is a powerful verse. Watch this now. Really what he's saying, I confer unto you I gift unto you not just Jesus because Jesus is the way. Jesus is the way to what I really want you to have. What I'm gifting unto y'all is a kingdom, a country, a nation. Oh God. This thing is so much bigger than what we've seen it to be. He's saying, I'm, a, I'm conferring, bestowing unto y'all, my citizens, look what it says, a kingdom. As my father has bestowed, conferred, gifted it unto me. Look at the next verse. He said, that you may eat and drink at my table in my what? Now see, oh stop. Because he said, I want you eating and drinking at my table in my kingdom. So now it makes sense why he said, don't you worry about, oh y'all better come on. Oh God, come on y'all. Y'all better come on with me on this one. See now I'm starting to click. He said, why y'all worrying about what y'all eating? Why y'all worrying about what y'all drinking? Why, why, why are y'all worrying about those things? Do you not know you're a citizen? 
Do you not know you have a kingdom? And with the kingdom comes a table? And you're going to eat and drink with me. Don't worry about and chase after what all of these others in the world are chasing after. They don't know what you say you know. They don't believe in what you say you believe. He said, I'm your king. And as a king, I am gifting unto you a kingdom. Just like it was gifted unto me. That, catch it again, you may eat and drink at my table. Whose table is it? His table. And whose kingdom is it? My kingdom. And sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Or in other words, he's saying what? I'm going to appoint unto you. Or in other words, put you in a place of authority. I'm going to give you an authority. And it ain't for heaven. How many of us understand that the authority you have is not for heaven? The authority he's gifting unto you is for you to walk in the right hand of the earth. And that authority ain't just for you. It's for those you come across. I've told y'all this before. Y'all have stuff for the world. You have from the very foundations of the earth have gifts and miracles for others that he placed in you and he wanted them to come directly from you. A person's turnaround is in your mouth. A person's healing is in your mouth. A person having access to this kingdom we're talking about is in your mouth. And he placed it like that because he wants that invisible kingdom to be visible here in this physical world. Are y'all catching this? Right? Whose table is it? His table. Whose kingdom? His kingdom. You've been translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of, okay, right? All right, let me show you another place. Because out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be a star. All right, hallelujah. Go with me to Matthew. All right, he said he confer unto us a kingdom, Matthew 25. All right, let's look at it another way. Matthew 25. He said, I want to make you partakers, partakers, partakers of the inheritance. What, what are we inheriting? A kingdom. A kingdom. Through who? Through Jesus Christ. 25. Look at this 34th verse. Let me know when you're there. Catch this. Look what the word says. Then shall the king. What king? What? What? You notice how we keep touching on the fact that he is, he is coining himself a king. He wants you to see him as a king. He wants you to recognize him as a king. That's why I say as you read your Bible in your private time and you see the word God, just go ahead and just say king. And God said, king said. So you can start training yourself that when you see and understand that he talks, you understand that a king is talking to you. Right? Look what it says right here. What verse I told you? 34. Then will or shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father. Uh oh. Inherit the what? The and what is what what are we inheriting? The kingdom. 
What is the what does the word say we're inheriting? Kingdom. Inherit the kingdom. Watch this. When did this kingdom be prepared for you? Prepared from you from the foundations of the world. Hold on. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me the king is that far ahead? That he wanted you to be a part and have access to his kingdom before he said, light be? The original plan of our father was for you to have and be a part of a kingdom. And he sent his son as the door, as the way to his kingdom. Oh, y'all got to catch this. What does he want you to inherit? A kingdom. You're a kingdom citizen. You're not no weak, little, puny, feeble citizen. Uh, you're a citizen that has a kingdom backing you. You are a representative of the kingdom. You are the kingdom. And see, this is what he's wanting you to start to identify with when you're out there dealing, when you're out there operating, when you're out there walking back and forth, that you are a kingdom. And anybody that comes up against you ain't coming up against you. Oh, y'all got to see this. And how big is his kingdom? How big is this kingdom? Oh, God. Come on, y'all. Watch this. The universe was created from this kingdom. And the universe has millions of solar systems in it. Oh, God. <laughs> we live in one solar system. And we're one of millions. And the kingdom we are part of created all of them. So how big is our kingdom? How big is what's backing you? And see, this is what hell does not want you to know. Hell don't care about how, how much you know he loves you. Hell don't care about you walking in forgiveness. What hell don't want you to understand is what's backing you. Oh, you get to talking about this kingdom. And hell says, uh-oh, oh, wait, wait. Oh, we got to come after that. We can't let them get that understanding. We can't let them get solidified in that because if they get solidified in that, it changes the game. Then they know what? We don't have no power because that kingdom has defeated us. Oh, God. The Bible says in Colossians, he made a triumph of him in open, in the public. He spoiled him. The principalities and the powers that be have been spoiled, have been defeated. By what? By the kingdom of Jesus. And he said, this is the kingdom I want to give to you. This is the kingdom I want to bestow unto you. Come, come those. Come, come. Inherit the kingdom. Isn't that what we just read? Come on now, what the written is what? It never changes. It says, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the very foundations of this world. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's a kingdom he wants you to inherit. Lord, I thank you 
for the kingdom. I thank you for my inheritance. My inheritance of the kingdom. You thought it so fit for me to inherit a kingdom. And you did it all by way of one man. Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. The kingdom is mine. Thank you, Lord. The kingdom is mine. When you get that bad report, thank you, Lord. The kingdom is mine. When that loan said that we can't give you the loan, thank you, Lord. The kingdom is mine. When they say you ain't got enough credit to get this car, thank you, Lord. The kingdom is mine. They say, you need a co-signer to rent over here. Thank you, Lord. The kingdom is mine. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done here in the earth just like it already is in our kingdom. Are y'all seeing this? This like this? Okay, now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Now go with me to Luke. Go with me to Luke. So now what does he want you to inherit? All right. Hallelujah. Now look, go with me to Luke. Watch this. Watch this. Luke 19. When you get there, skip with me to the 12th verse. Real quick. We're moving now. We're moving. 12th verse. Look at this scripture. He said, therefore, a certain noble man went into a far country to receive himself a what? What's hold on? Who that sound like? What noble man do that sound like? That sound like Jesus to me, don't it? Look what it says about our, our Jesus. It says, look, a certain noble man went into a far country because remember he told us we are sitting in heavenly places how far? Far above. So for Jesus to come down here and do what he had to do, he had to come a far ways to get here. Oh God, hallelujah, amen. Went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. Now catch it. And he called his ten servants and delivered unto them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. He said, you stay right here till I get back. And you see, all of us have been trying to get to heaven and the whole time he said what? Y'all stay here. <laughs> when I get to heaven, uh -uh, I ain't let no. I ain't trying to get you to heaven. I'm trying to get you to enjoy life down here. I'm trying to get heaven down here. I want people to see heaven down here. Because people think we, we in hell down here. And he said, no, nah, this ain't got nothing no hell. This is, this is, I want people to see that they can have heaven down here. He said, stay down here, occupy until I come. What well, now, while you occupying, he also wants you to enjoy your inheritance. He just don't want you down here murmuring and complaining and fussing and going back and forth and debating about stuff. No, he wants you enjoying your inheritance. What inheritance is that? The inheritance of the kingdom. Enjoy the kingdom while you're down here. Enjoy the lifestyle of a kingdom. Enjoy the resources of the kingdom. Enjoy the access and the rights and the benefits of being a part of a kingdom. It is your inheritance. Get it, get it. <laughs> Y'all better walk in this thing. 
He paid for it already. It's an inheritance. To inherit the kingdom. Right? So now watch this. Watch this. He said, y'all need to stay here until I come back. Oh, he's coming back. How many of y'all know that? Oh, yes, he is. Now he's coming back. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. But, uh-oh, catch it, y'all. Catch this. His what? Oh, hold on. His citizens did what? Hated him and sent the message after him saying, we will not have this man to reign over us. Oh, Lord. And that's what we have down here in the earth now. He paid for them to be citizens. But they say, well, no, he ain't ruling over us. He ain't, no, he ain't going to reign over us. No, he ain't going he ain't, he ain't to be our Lord. We ain't abiding by his rules. He got too many of them anyway. You can't have fun in his kingdom. I got to make a change. I can't go out and do what I want to do in his kingdom. No, you cannot. No, you have to tighten up in his kingdom. You have to bring some things together in his kingdom. You have to allow him to change you in his kingdom. But how many of y'all know everything that he requires of you is a good thing? All his stuff is not grievous. Especially to them that love him. All this stuff ain't hard. He already said, look, my yoke, my burden, Oh, hallelujah. He done already told us that. Hallelujah. He's saying, look, but, but the world in general, the majority say, oh, we can't do all that. Or in some cases, they come in, but they compromise. All right. And he's saying, look, the compromising days is over. We're going to have to tighten up there. No more compromising on what my word has to say or no more compromising on following me because a lot of things he says just follow me and then we say well it ain't a sin because I don't see it in there. It ain't a sin but then this is what I would say. Let him be your barometer. Did he do it? Amen. We're following him now. Amen. In the Bible it might not be a sin but did he do it? Did he operate in it? Did he partake of it? And if he didn't partake of it, then we shouldn't either. And see, that pulls it tighter. Because he said, look, everything that's good for you ain't illegal, ain't bad. It's just not going to profit you. So he said, look, gauge it off of my life. And if you don't see it in my life, let it not be a part of yours because you are representing me in the earth. Just like when I came here, I represented the Father in the earth. That's why he told us to follow him, not Paul. Because <laughs> a lot of us didn't went to start following Paul. And Paul say, and Paul say, what did Jesus say? How did Jesus live? Because last I checked in my word, now maybe y'all see something different than yours, but he told us to follow him. And that is who we're following. So if it ain't in Jesus' life, it shouldn't be in ours. And the citizens are saying, Mm-mm, we're not going to let this man rule over us. They hated him. But now it's so interesting to me because Acts 4 tells me that he was the stone that was rejected by the builders. 
he knew from the foundation of the earth he would be rejected. He was already prepared for the rejection. But even in his rejection, watch this, he became the head. Oh God. He became chief. The Bible calls him the chief cornerstone. He said, I have established him the head cornerstone. And upon him in his life, I'm going to build everything I need. I'm going to establish him as my foundation. And the foundation that I establish will be a sure foundation. It will be a foundation that shall not be moved. It will be a foundation that will last forever and other kingdoms will arise and hell will try to prevail but none of them will be able to defeat to overcome to cause my kingdom to fail. My kingdom will stand, will reign forever. And I bestow it unto you, my citizens. This undefeated kingdom. I bestow unto you, my citizens. This kingdom that cannot be overcome. I bestow it unto you, my citizens. Have it. I've gifted it to you. Come and sit at my table. Eat of my food. Drink of my drink. Enjoy yourself as a part and a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. See, when you get this, that's all you can say. Thank you, Lord. Giving thanks unto the Father. The king, the source, the supplier of everything I need in Jesus' name. We are not like those citizens that hated him. We are those citizens that said, thank you, Lord, for choosing me from when? From the very foundation of the world. Thank you, Lord. It's a privilege to be in this kingdom that you have gifted unto us. Help me, Lord, to walk in this kingdom even the more. Help me to grab hope to the, the access in this kingdom, the rights in this kingdom, the benefits of this kingdom, even the more in Jesus' name. Y'all see how this works? <clears throat> now watch this. Philippians, we have been coming out of there, right? Philippians told us what? It talked about them that were going to be enemies of the, of the cross, Right? It talked about those that were going to be enemies of the cross. It talked about how the, how the God, their God is going to be the God of their belly. He said that they're going to earn, they're going to, they're going to mind, think of, be dominated by what? Earthly things, right? But then it told us, it says, but what? Our citizenship is where? In where? Heaven. It called you a heaven citizen. Praise the Lord for that. I thank God that the word has shown us that we are citizens of heaven. But let me show you another place so we can establish it. Go with me to Ephesians. Ephesians. Second chapter. You there? All right. Right there in the first verse. Let's run. Let's walk. And you. Uh oh. Who are you talking to? Me? You talking to me? Yes, Father. What you say? 
hath he quickened, that means made alive, who were dead and look what I was dead in, trespasses and what? I was, I was dead. So he said, when you was apart from me, you were dead. You were dead in trespasses and in sins, right? We understand that the nature of us apart from him was a sin nature, right? So out of that sin nature, that sin of seed was the branches of sin. So everything that you see that we consider to be uh, so sinful is just really off of a branch of the sin seed or the thinking, the thinking, the consciousness is of sin, right? Now watch this, watch this, watch this real clear. He said, you, you, he said, we all was dead at one time. Watch this. Wherein in time past, look at this. You walk, walk means to live according to the course of this world. He said, you are adapted to this worldly system. This worldly system is, is, is built off of selfishness. It's all about you and what you can do and what you can achieve and how can you achieve it. And if I got to stab somebody, if I got to step on somebody, if I got to use you as a ladder to get to the top, I'll do it. If I got to manipulate you, if I got to abuse you to get there, I'll do it. That's this worldly system. And he say all of us were once walking according to that system. All of us was using folks. All of us was getting over on folks. All of us would lie to get, get, to get the upper hand. All of us have done it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That's us now. That's what he's saying, right? He said, y'all all used to live like this according to the, watch this, the course of this world, according to the, now look what's dominating this world, because he also told us that there is a God that is of this world, but look what he says. He said, according to the prince of the power of the air, watch this. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. He said that same spirit is operating in them children. That same spirit is the one that got citizens saying, we ain't finna let this man rule over us. I am not submitting my way to this man. Mm -mm. It's my way. And I got to have it my way. Because I told y'all the way we come from a Western civilization. So we got to, we, we birth from a Western way of thinking. It's totally different over here. The way that we think, the way that we were brought up, it's built off of selfishness. Are y'all with me on this? This making sense. Right? So it's all about you. And he said, when you get over here in this kingdom, it can no longer be about you anymore. It's all about the king now. Right? He said, but guess what? Y'all all used to walk. Y'all used to be like this. Y'all used to be dominated, and then what's that? The power of air that could also show you the power of darkness, of ignorance. That's who this. He, that's who he's talking about. The spirit now that walk worketh in the children of disobedience. Watch this third verse. Among whom also we have we all had our conversation in time past. <laughs> And the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and whereby nature the children of wrath, of anger, even as other. He said you had your conversation. Your conversation in time past was all about you and fulfilling your lust and going after what you thought you wanted to go off of and how you feel and what you, how, what moves you, what motivated you. And he said, in your lifetime apart from me, everything that was motivating you was not me motivating you. It was all because of your own lust, your own self-gratification. And he said, y'all, we all have fell short of the glory. Yeah, Every one of us. Yeah, 
We all needed a savior. That's really what he's saying. Y'all needed somebody. (laughs) Thank God for Jesus. Watch this. Watch this. But, oh, there he is. I love when the Holy Ghost throws a butt in there. But God. But King. King, what? Who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us. Tell me more. Even when we were dead in sins, when you was living your life apart from me, he hath quickened us together with Christ by grace. You are saved. He said, when you wasn't thinking about me, and then you heard this gospel, you heard about this man that came for the and died for the whole world. You heard about this love that he had for the whole world. You you heard about this righteousness now that has to be established by this man. Look what he said. He said, now all of a sudden, that that was dead, the real you is now made alive. That spiritual. And he said, look what he said. Quicken us together with who? With Christ. So now what he has done is made you a part of him. And whatever he went through, you have. God, I got to see this. So when he was beat, so were you. God, Jesus. When he had them thorns put on his head, so did you. (laughs) <laughs> he just took the blunt of it in his body but by spirit he said you went with it so he recognized he wasn't by himself that's why I say the sister wasn't by herself he has no idea oh you wasn't by yourself oh when they gave you that report we all got that report Oh, the same way when you got that good one. We all got that. So like you rejoice, we rejoice with you. As though it was me that received that report. Are y'all with me on this? And this is what he did for us. He said, they're all with me. So I'll take the blunt of it in my body. But by spirit, I'll make them partakers of it. And they received the lashes. They had the thorns. They were mocked and plucked. They were nailed. They were put in a bar tomb. And they hmm, have risen. Ah, risen in new life. Watch this. He said, by grace you are saved and have raised us up. What? Together. Together. And made us sit where? Together where? In heavenly places in in Christ Jesus. Where are you? In heavenly places. My citizens, where are you? In heavenly places. But now you got to see yourself there to be able to be a part of there. And that's what he's trying to convey over to you today. He's saying, look, you are a part of this kingdom. You got to know you have it already. You're not going to get it. Now faith is. Now the kingdom is. I am gifting. I'm bestowing. I'm conferring over to you a kingdom right now. 
Hallelujah. And you have access to all of the benefits of this kingdom. And this kingdom's resources, we found out, are what? Unlimited. They are eternal. They do not run out. It's like a tap. It's like a river that never stops flowing. It never stops flowing. No beaver can put a dam and block it up. The only beavers that can block it up are y'all. Y'all are the only beavers that can block up this stream. But if you understand and subject yourself to his will and his way and his righteousness, that river will flow in your life and it will not only blow your mind but it'll blow the mind of those that you have influence over it'll blow the mind of those that you're in their circle it'll blow the mind of those where you are operating and they will have no idea they won't have no understanding how it is that it is always working out for you how are you always smiling how do you always have joy it's because of the river river I got a river I got a continuous river flowing it's always flowing and no matter what comes my way the river flows no matter what hits it river just flows no matter how they do me the river will flow mm. that's what he's saying let the river flow let my river flow Cause it's for my namesake. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Watch this, watch this. Okay, he said, look. He was rich in mercy. He quickened us. He raised us. He has seated us, where? In heavenly places. You believe that? Skip with me to the 19th verse. 19. You there? Now, if you really believe that, look what the 19th verse say. Now, therefore. Therefore what? That means because you believe that, watch this. You are no more stranger and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints. Saints is just holy ones set apart for his purpose and his will alone. And of the household of who? Of the king. You're in the household of the king. He said you're a citizen of his household. What kind of household our king has? Our king has a country, a nation that he is reigning and ruling over. And he said, you are now a part of the household of that king. How many of us ever grew up in a good household? Hallelujah. Well, you ain't really want for much. Don't mean you got everything you wanted, but you ain't really want for much. You know, if you ask for it, you probably nine times out of ten, you got it. You know, everybody didn't grow up like that. Right? But some of us may have. Right, some of us that's maybe even watching all of they may have experienced that kind of lifestyle. How much better is ours then? Our father. What happens when you grow up in a household like that? What do you lack? 
What do you have to ask for? That's like your kids come in and say, you going to feed me today? Are you going to feed me today? Mama, we going to eat today? And you like, don't we always eat? Have I ever left you hungry? Have I ever left you begging? Have any of y'all ever seen the righteous forsaken? Anybody ever seen the children begging in the streets for bread? He said, y'all are a part of my household, which means if you're in my household, I'm responsible for y'all. And I am a wonderful provider. And I know how to provide and provide well. Am I able? He's able. Ain't that what the sister said? He's able. He's able what? To provide whatever he sees fit for me to have. Are y'all with me on this? He said, look, look, 19th, 19th verse. He said, now therefore you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and in the household of God and are built upon, catch it, the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the <laughs> Y'all see the word backing itself up? Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. The beginning of this new covenant. The beginning of this new way. The beginning of the change in how I operate. Back in the old days, I operated differently. I operated by way of the laws. I operated by way of the prophets. He said, but now in this new thing, I'm operating by way of the chief cornerstone and it's him that's bringing a new way it's him that's opening up a, another way it's him that's putting the past that of the old and establishing that of something new it is him that the old was talking about that they saw fall they wasn't able to partake of it but they grabbed hold to it and they held on to it and they were persuaded in this seed and now this seed has established itself that's the chief cornerstone. And his name is Jesus. Jesus Christ. And he said, everything I have now is gifted through him and him alone. And I bestow unto y'all a kingdom. Be a part of it. Have access to it. Now watch real quick, real quick. We ended it. Kingdom citizens. Hear me as I share some of the benefits of being a kingdom citizen. Being a kingdom citizen is totally opposite than being a king, being in a kingdom here in the world. A kingdom citizen, now catch this, in this citizenship that we are part of, all citizens are related to the king. See, normally a kingdom has a specific family. All the citizens are connected, are related to the king. But in our kingdom, all of us 
are connected, are related by way of blood to the king. Watch this. All the citizens, say I'm a citizen. All the citizens have access to the king's authority. What's the king's authority? (laughs) The constitution, the word of the king. Oh, God. He say you're healed. You have that authority to walk in that healing. Healing must manifest. Not thinking about it, not I hope it does. It must. Why? Because I am a citizen of the kingdom of heaven and healing is a byproduct of that kingdom. See all of this stuff that people are seeking after are byproducts of being a part of the kingdom. Folks are seeking for ways to be healed and it's a byproduct of the kingdom of heaven. Oh God, are y'all catching this? So folks are seeking for answers and seeking for understanding and it's all byproducts of being connected to this kingdom. Guess what? All citizens, and I catch this one y'all, catch this one. All citizens are appointed by the king and ambassador. You are ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven. Oh God. I need a whole nother hour or two to explain to y'all the position of an ambassador. But an ambassador represents just not himself, but the country that he's from. An ambassador does not have to walk around with a weapon. An ambassador does not have to ever fight for himself. See, if you touch a member of a country, they call it assault. When you touch an ambassador, it's a federal offense. It's a whole nother level. Because it's not him that you touch or her that you touch. Hmm. Y'all got to catch this. It's the country that he or she represents. And when hell comes up against you, it's not you that the attack is against. The attack is against the country and the country that we have been gifted has never failed. Has never been defeated. Has never been overthrown. Neither can it be. It is established forever. And he said all citizens are now ambassadors of this country. Watch this. All citizens, catch this, catch this, have commonwealth status. Oh, commonwealth status. What does that mean? All citizens are wealthy. The wealth of my citizenship is established and shows the position of the king. How good your life is shows the position of the king that's over your life. (laughs) 
and the wealth is common. All my citizens are wealthy. All my citizens make good money. <laughs> my citizens are representing me. So the wealth is common. Just like we talked about the commitment when we talked about that commitment and how everything has to be common, the ideas, the values, the morals, and then I also said what? Guess what else is common, y'all? The wealth. The wealth. All of this is a part of the kingdom. All of this is kingdom citizenship. And y'all said, y'all are what? Citizens. The wealth is common across the citizenship of the kingdom of heaven. Watch this one. Last one. All citizens are from one family. You are all from how many families? One. We are all of one. So when one goes through, we all go through. You know when you got a, a family and it's 10 or 11 of them in the family and they say what? I can talk about them. But you better not say nothing. I can say they crazy. I, cause that, that, that mine. But don't let me hear you say they crazy. We got a problem. So when one going through, oh, we all step up. Hold on now, hold on. Watch them out now, watch them out. That's family. That ain't family. They Asian. That's family. That ain't family. They from Europe. That's family. That ain't family. They from Haiti. That's family. Oh, God. We all in this together as a family. This family exceeds your ethnicity. It exceeds your racial background. It exceeds all of those things. We are all one family. In this kingdom, we call the kingdom of heaven. Y'all believe this? Now, can I show you that real quick? Give me two minutes and we done. Exodus. Exodus chapter 19. We done after this. This is it. Last place. And we shutting it down. Exodus 19. When you get to 19, skip with me to the fifth verse. Let me know when you're there. 19 and 5. We there? Amen. Watch this. Now, therefore, uh oh, <laughs> if you will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, my contract, then you shall be, uh oh, a peculiar. You know what that word peculiar means? Different, unusual, unique. Your life is supposed to be, but your life is supposed to throw folks that's in the world. How did that happen? How did they get over there? How did that come together? Because you're peculiar. Look what the king says about you. It says, a peculiar treasure unto who? Uh-oh, unto him. Above all people for all the earth is what? He said, but these, this group of people, this group of citizens, this group of believers is going to be totally peculiar. Why? Because they actually believe. 
They believe in the one that I sent. They believe in the kingdom that I bestowed unto them. And they're walking in my kingdom. And when you walk in this kingdom, it's going to make you peculiar. And how you adapt and approach life. You're going to approach life differently. Watch this. And you will be unto me. Oh, God. Did y'all see this? What are we going to be unto him? A kingdom of what? Priest. And a what kind of nation? Holy, Holy nation. These are the words which thou hast, that, that thou speak unto the children of Israel. And these are the same words he has spoken unto you. He has just said, you are going to be unto me a kingdom of priests, a holy nation. You're already holy. Because he's holy. So be holy as your kingdom is holy. Be healed as your kingdom is healed. Be delivered as your kingdom is delivered. And this is what y'all are going to be for him. A peculiar people. The way you think, the way you operate, the way you live will be peculiar. But he set it up that way. Because he said my people should be different. The way things break for my people will be different because they all come from my family and they are part of my household. They are my citizens and I love them so much that I've got a gift for them. What's your gift in me, King? I'm gifting you a kingdom. Have it in Jesus name. Lord, I thank you for the kingdom. Lord, I thank you for the access. Lord, I thank you for the benefits of this kingdom. I believe it. I receive it. It is mine. In Jesus' name. Give the Lord a hand. Pastor Omar Ellison, Lady Ellison, and the Salt and Light family would like to thank you for joining us in today's broadcast. You can visit us at 1350 East Mayhan Drive, which our service times are every Sunday at 12 noon and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. You can also visit us at Facebook and YouTube at Salt and Light Covenant Church or visit us at our website at saltandlightcovenant.com. We thank you again, and until next time, you be blessed. <laughs>